Yo, what's going on? It's your boy, Big Wavy Roy Johnson here. Hello everyone, this is the interview queen, Alicia Too. This is the infamous Cameron Solis. This is the professional Nathan Cruz. This is Veggie. This is the Callahan Death Machine in the draw and the face of Impact Wrestling. The one and only shot with Thunder Willie Mac. This is Shreddy Break, aka Mr. Clangin' and Bangin'. And you're listening. You are listening to. You are listening to. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. Broken but glorious. So hello everyone, it's Stephen Jackson, aka DJ215 here for bbgwrestling.com. Um, taking a new approach for this um, this review, it's actually going to be called, or I've been called it, um, a month on fight um, for September 2020. So Fight TV, one of our great partners at BBG Wrestling, have allowed us the opportunity to watch um, several shows throughout September. And um, because there were so many great shows, what took place in September, um, I've taken the um, sort of, well, the idea that instead of me reviewing each individual show um, in full, which would take a very long time, <laughs> I want to give you kind of a good overall view of the stuff what took place in September, what was on Fight TV. Um, a ton of great shows. Um, the service is fantastic. I urge anyone to um, either sign up or to have a look for any free content, what they may have, and also paid content. Um, it's such a great service and their social media is always on point with everything um, up to date with what products they've got available so yeah so let's get straight into it so the first show which I'm going to review our first shows I should say um, did actually took place just at the end of September uh, sorry of August um, but I know that this is a September review but I wanted to cover these shows because they were actually really really good um, and it was the Fighting Words Independent Wrestling Pack. Um, so it was both shows I got the opportunity to see. They took place on August the 28th and August the 29th, so just at the end of uh, August. And they were actually a collection of um, AW, AW, NWA and MLW stars coming together to sort of come part for two bumper shows. Um, so it was kind of a bit of a... Um, all together kind of vibe um some great um dream matches as well took place over the weekend there was a crowd there they um were um socially distanced much like gcw but they were really vocal and they were really into what was going on and it was really put well put together as well looking at it on uh on the screen and on uh, camera um and they were really good shows they took place in dallas texas as well um for anyone who wondered where the actual events took place um, and they're also something different. I mean, we very rarely today see shows in the US or um, sort of the West where they are a collection of talent come together. Um, there's much much like an all-in vibe to it with, you know, the three major non-WWE um, companies coming together, so AEW, NWA and MLW. And yeah, it was it was great. The two shows were brilliant to watch, um, a blast to watch, really easy to sit through, and definitely the match of the night and de I would say match of the weekend uh, was Sam Adonis against uh, Brian Cage, um, who is obviously with AEW. Brilliant stuff. Um, these guys, you know, they want to see him wrestle again at some point because they just put it all on the line in there. Um, they know how to get the most out of each other. And the crowd were really into this thing. Um, it was, you know, definitely a match which was 
um, showing the potential what they could lead into going forward. So um, that was the first show just outside of September, which I wanted to talk about. So definitely check those two shows out if you get a chance. Um, the next show is actually an interesting one as well in that this um, is a new weekly show which has been um, set up by the NWA and UWN. So the UWN, uh, the United Wrestling Network, um, are the parent company of Championship Wrestling from Hollywood, uh, Championship Wrestling from Arizona, um, and also Combat Zone Wrestling, so um, CZW. And um, they came together because they're quite closely affiliated with one another, the NWN, UWN, for this new weekly pay-per-view show, which is similar to that of the TNA pay-per-views back in the day, um, because you pay for each episode. Um, they're about two hours in length, and um, they are always you know, stacked in terms of these past four weeks' worth of shows have been stacked. This particular show, the debut which I'm recommending here, took place on September the 15th and was really heavily um, promoted by, um, you know, so the, the social media side of things, by the wrestlers themselves. Everyone got behind this everywhere on Twitter, on Facebook, on, you know, the internet as a whole. It was buzzing for the UWN Primetime Live. Very much a vibe of NWA power as well in that kind of going back to basic style of wrestling. But... Um, Got to see guys like um, Dirty, uh, Dirty Daddy Chris Dickinson, um, who we've, has starred in GCW, uh, Watts, who's one of the stars of Championship Wrestling from Arizona, um, The Tribe, also part of Championship Wrestling from Arizona, uh, Trevor Murdoch and um, Aaron Stevens of the NWA. So it's a really big um, talent pool they've got um, going for them, and it really shows well on the, the, you know, these shows. They're really well-produced, really well-paced, um, if you can get past the fact that you need to pay for every episode, um, they really are um, worth watching as a really... I've been saying this word already, an alternative. This is a really good alternative to anything you'll see from TNA, from the WWE, Ring of Honor, or the like. It's a completely different vibe to it, and it really shows well. And I have to put the first show as the one you need to all go out and see for many reasons. Um it most obvious it's the first show so it gives you the best impression of what's um to come with the later shows um the main event of um nick aldis against former wwe star mike bennett was incredible for the nwa title and the way this was promoted was wonderful and you just are able to just really see where this is going to go as well with this first show which is why I, I recommend this one for you to go out and watch because you'll get an idea of what works best uh, for you as a fan but I would say I don't see how anyone after watching the first show couldn't be excited to watch the next show because I've been watching it every week since and it's been brilliant you know I've I've can't say enough praise about it enough Um, I think it's a real breath of fresh air and in terms of weekly wrestling on TV or on streaming services, you can't really go wrong with this. This is just, you know, up there as some of the best I've seen this year. So, um, yeah, so definitely, again, check out UWM Primetime Live, uh, episode one. Um, again, it's available on Fight for you all to order and to check out. And from there, we slightly go back in the calendar um, to September the 6th, 2020, to um, AIW, so Absolute Insane Wrestling's I Assure You We're Open. So this show took place in Indiana, 
um, and it was actually um, the earlier show to the GCW show, um, Bring Them Out, which is what I um, reviewed um, at the beginning of September um, for BBG Wrestling. So I wanted to go back and watch the sort of precursor show to this weekend double uh, double uh, pack as well. And this is what this show was. Um, it was definitely um, a fun show. Uh, I could see that, unfortunately, a lot of the fans who were there for GCW weren't there for AEW earlier in the day, which is a shame. Um, the crowd were fun. They were they were into this thing, but they weren't as um, vocal or as um, hyped as they were for GCW, which was a shame because they, a lot of the talents who were on this show really got to showcase what they could do you know a lot of people i already knew about but there were some people i didn't know about which was really fun to see um love this venue in indiana um myself and mark who have reviewed gcw several times for bbg wrestling have remarked how this venue uh, of in in indianapolis is just you know such a wonderful thing to look at on screen um it they've covered all of the social distancing and all the covid measures once again um, so it really made it a fun event for all involved. And um, if I had to recommend one match for you to go out and see uh, from this show, it would be Lee Moriarty um, against Eric Stevens, former Ring of Honor um, star and full impact pro um, world champion, world champion at the time, um, who's really taken in AEW and the independent scene by sort independent scene by storm eric stevens um th this was really fun uh leo moriarty is coming up the ranks so much um he's unbelievable talent um he wrestled then later that same day for gcw again with trey lamar um, and that was brilliant this was another awesome showing um for him and eric stevens is just another great guy to watch you know he he's work is just so um crisp and it's so on point and he's one of the best independent talents in the world today um for many reasons and this show sort of shows that really well um but there's a lot of other great stuff on this show you get to see guys like calvin tankman and aj gray of gcw who we've mentioned before so and bill alfonso made an appearance as well um former ecw um uh referee and manager so a bit of something for everybody so AEW I assure you we're open uh, is another one to uh, definitely check out if you're into that kind of uh, stuff and then we travel the globe we are now going to be at the uh, Corican historic Corican Hall over in uh, Tokyo Japan for Noah's N1 victory from september the 23rd so the n1 victory for those who don't know is very similar to the um new japan's uh, g1 climax tournament it's a round robin tournament which takes place every year to find the number one contender for the gcw heavyweight um sorry gh uh, global honor crown so ghc uh, world championship um over in noah uh, in japan um amazing selection of talent this year um kazuya sakuraba um masaki uh, mochizuke uh, nakajima and uh kenyo and um now michi marafuji all appearing in this year just to name a couple of the um a couple well a few of the talents this was a really really good show because what i liked by it was that noah doesn't get a lot of praise as it should do due to sort of the monopoly new japan has over in japan sadly 
Um, a lot of people watched Noah back in the early 2000s when they had guys like Kenta um, and Takeshi Morishima and um, Go Shiyazaki wrestling, um, which is a shame because Noah, you know, is still putting out these great shows. They might not have the same, um, you know, so you may say star power, but the same provenance as what they had back in the day. But they still can put on fantastic shows, and this is, a, you know, a, a case in point. I love this show. It was really short, but it was really fun. Loads of great fun matches. Um, the crowd were really into everything. Um, Corican Hall, such a beautiful venue, such a great historic venue for wrestling. The crowd were just, you know, are always great. And I liked as well the English commentary team, Sonny Ono, and I didn't catch the name of the gentleman he was with, but they both made a great team on commentary for the English side of things. So it's not just in Japanese, it's also available in English commentary, which is always good as well because it adds an extra layer to things um, in terms of context and, um, you know, just um, legibility more than anything if you're not fluent in Japanese. Um and definitely the match of the evening was uh, Katsuhi, sorry, Katsuhiko Nakajima against uh, Shushe uh, Taniguchi. This was, um, you know, uh, just a, just an absolute classic Japanese wrestling match. Uh, beautiful, you know, catch wrestling um, and technical ability. Nakajima is just... He is up there as one of the best in the world. He has been for a long time, but now he's got this new gimmick going for him. He looks great. And uh, Taniguchi is one of the rising stars of the new era of new uh, Noah, um, which was really refreshing to see the you know the established uh, fan wrestler um, for me as a fan against the less well known wrestler in Taniguchi. So I would again recommend this show to um, everyone if they want to see more of um, Noah or another side of Japanese wrestling outside of New Japan Pro Wrestling. Um, just a word of warning that this mat, uh, this show sorry, is in the middle of the tournament, so if you want to watch the rest of the tournament, you'll have to either um, subscribe to uh, Wrestle Universe, I believe it's called, which is the Noah streaming service, or find alternative methods um, of watching the tournament, because this is in the middle of the tournament, sadly. Um, but yeah, it was still a great ton of fun and another great show this September, which, you know, Fight allowed us to see. And I believe, if I'm correct, this might be the first Noah show to be put on by Fight since about 2017. So it's quite historic as well in that sense. So it might be that I, I tell I know, sorry, it's the first ever time Noah have appeared on Fight. Um, I was getting mixed up with All Japan Pro Wrestling, so my apologies. Um, so historic for that sense as well. So this hopefully will be a relationship which will keep growing um, throughout the rest of the year going into 2021. So from there, we come on to what I would say are definitely the shows of the month, um, without doubt, um, from Fight, from Fight TV, what they've um, they've streamed, which is the Warrior Wrestling Stadium Series trilogy. I'm calling it. These ma these shows took place between September the 12th and September the 26th. Um, each Saturday um, evening from Chicago, Illinois. Um, these shows, once again, a bit like the uh, Fighting Word shows, are kind of a collection of the NWA talent, the AEW talent, talent from the Indies and Impact Wrestling. Wonderful shows. 
absolutely wonderful shows. The, these are shows which make you proud to be a fan of independent wrestling. They are just so fun to watch, all three of them. They all have a different identity. They all have different talent who are able to get showcased. They all take place in this wonderful uh, stadium venue with great um, facilities for all of the um, fans in attendance. Nobody it didn't look unsafe or it didn't look... Um, you know, dangerous in a sense, like with the GCW shows, which is what you want. You want to have a venue where it feels like people are in the action, but also safe for distance enough away so then they're not able to um, contract any kind of COVID or any kind of, uh, you know, illness from being at a show. And this ticked all those boxes. There was big moments from each show in one way or another. We had title changes. The you know, matches themselves were just all, you know, fantastic. I, I, there was blasts to watch these shows. Every show from start to finish was just something you need to see. And looking at these shows as well, one thing what I did enjoy was that, you know, the um, independent scene is always very competitive. But what I liked was that, um, you know, there was these wrestlers haven't been able to gain a lot of work throughout these past you know, six plus months, but they were all able to come together and, you know, these independent, um, you know, promoters are letting them shine together, which is the best thing for everybody to be able to gain more money, gain more exposure and gain more experience in the ring because that's what they need to be able to, you know, go forward and make more um, going throughout 2020. So a win-win for everybody. Um, definitely the three matches to watch as I went through each show. Um, from the first show, definitely the Rascals of Impact Wrestling, so uh, Trey Miguel, um, Desmond Xavier and Zachary Vents against the team of Myron Reed, Chris Bay, Dashing Chris Bay and Jordan Oliver. Um, this was just an incredible six-man tag match, you know, high-flying, um, risk-taking, innovation, um, crowd were pumped. It was a, just a showcase for all six guys just to go out there and just do what they do, and it was wonderful to watch, so exciting to watch this match. It was brilliant. The match of the night from the second show, which took place on September the 19th, was uh, Jonathan Gresham against Alex Shelley. Um, those of you who listened to me when I helped produce the ROH review will know how high I was on that match when it took place in Ring of Honor. So it was, and how high I am on both guys, but especially Jonathan Gresham. And when this match was announced, you know, I had to watch it. You know, it had to be done, and it did not disappoint. This was wonderful stuff once again from these two guys. Alex Shelley is one of the best wrestlers again, much like Eric Stevens in the world today. He's just got that level of. Um, you know, experience, but that level of, um, you know, sort of wrestling ability, which just, you know, is cut, cut above so many people. But Jonathan Gresham is really, um, you know, his arch rival now, I would say. And I love Jonathan Gresham. I think Jonathan Gresham is the best technical wrestler in the world today. I think there's nobody who stands stands with him in terms of technical ability. And his, you know, whole persona of the octopus and his, you know, charisma from the way he works and his psychology are just so wonderful to watch. He just, he, these two just make magic every time they go in the ring and it's always a blast to watch these two go at it. So definitely another match you need to all go and see is Jonathan Gresham against Alex Shelley um, from the second show of this trilogy. 
And then the final match I've chosen from these three shows, from the last show, which took place on September the 26th, is uh, once again Brian Cage, but this time taking on GCW uh, mainstay Alex Zane. So Alex Zane, again, if you've listened to my GCW reviews, he's one of the best high flyers in the world. You know, he just the stuff he comes out with is incredible. And Brian Cage is just an absolute beast. And these two just made magic together. The crowd were just absolutely loving this. They worked so well together. And they're just both at their peaks of their work, you know. They're just both fed off each other brilliantly. I thought it was an absolute blast of a dream match, and it just delivered in again in spades. Uh, you can hear how I am about this show, these shows. Definitely out of these whole selection of shows I'm going to be reviewing, these are the ones I would say to people, buy the full bundle, because you'll find something on one of these three shows that you'll enjoy. And I think if you buy all three shows, you'll see you know, something different in each one, but also you'll be able to get a real idea of, you know, this whole stadium series and just what it's all about, because if you buy one, you'll have to buy the other, which will mean you have to buy the other. If you buy all three outright, then, you know, it's a saving of money, but also just, you know, um, benefits you in terms of watching some of the best wrestling of the month, if not the year. It was wonderful. So, you know, I can't praise Warrior Wrestling enough for putting these on. So, great stuff, again. So, after that, um, the last two shows I'm going to review. So, the first one is uh, Eddie Kingston's Grindhouse, which was hosted by uh, WWN Live on September 27th in uh, Florida. So, those of you who know, um, WWN Live are the um, figureheads, the sort of umbrella which owned Evolve back in uh, earlier this year, but Evolve now have been purchased purchased by um, WWE. So they've kind of lost their main brand of WWN Live, which is a bit of a blow for a lot of the talent involved because although they bought the tape library and they acquired a lot of the talent um, did WWE, there's a lot of WWN Live talent who still you know, have to wrestle, um, because they're, you know, wrestlers for that promotion, so they came up with this great concept and new direction of Eddie Kingston's Grindhouse, it's really cool, I love the name, I think Eddie Kingston is, again, one of the best wrestlers around today, he can talk, he can work, he can manage, he can, you know, he's so charismatic, he's psychology and his charisma are on point so it's brilliant that he's able to um you know be the figurehead of this new brand by wwn live which kind of is a different direction from evolving it's a bit more sort of um grimy and a bit gritty which is really good um similar to eddie kingston's sort of personality for those of you who've seen him in AEW and impact um and it was a really cool little venue, what they had. It was very much like one of these smaller um, independent um, you know, venues down in Florida. Um, there was no crowd, sadly, um, so it did feel a little bit quiet. Um, so it, did, it, it didn't sort of... Um, the acoustics were a little bit hit and miss with the wrestling going on. But the commentary team, once again, were on point and Lenny Leonard's commentary who is the you know mainstay of WWN Live is you know amazing he's one of the best commentators around today and he always is able to get the most out of every match he sees and every wrestler who he watches and everyone involved in this thing they all performed 
wonderfully. I was so pleased to see so many of these guys from the WWN Live family turn up. So John Davis, JD Drake, uh, Anthony Henry, uh, Fred Yehi. Um, it was it was definitely great to see them back after the COVID situation and after seeing them in Evolve and you know on the Mercury Rising Super Shows which Evolve used to be affiliated with, so it's definitely um, you know a brand I'm really looking forward to watching more of. Um, just it's a shame that the COVID situation this time was you know not allowing. It was a small venue, so it didn't help, but it would have helped maybe to have some kind of crowd maybe um just to help the wrestlers along but you know match of the night was definitely savannah evans against ali rex savannah evans is a wrestler i've seen before and i think she's a phenomenal talent ali rex is a wrestler i've not seen before and you know i was reading then after i'd watched this match about her and i've gone and sought out more of her work because she's absolutely brilliant these two women put on such a brilliant classic wrestling match you know, and in this male-dominated-esque, you know, um, I, I, well, it, it's predominantly male is the promotion, but this kind of, you know, match came along and it just, you know, took everyone by surprise by um, just how much it was, how great it was. It was just a great, great match. Um, and, you know, I can't wait to see more of these two in the future, especially Ali Rex. I think Ali Rex is a, you know, a wrestler who um, has a really bright future ahead of her, and I hope that this match can be seen by more promoters and more fans to be able to get more people to see what she can do and more bookings because, you know, she's just got everything going for her, and, you know, I really want to see more of her um, going forward into 2020 and 21. Um, and excited to see this Grindhouse brand grow. Um, it's always hard when, you know, a brand disappears from a network in terms of Evolve, but I think this new direction is definitely the way forward. And, you know, with Eddie Kingston's backing, I think it's really got some great partnerships and some, you know, great, um, you know, minds behind it. So, again, another fun show to watch, a different show again, but a fun one to watch. Um it you could I, I did put on my notes it's kind of an acquired taste but then again you know always give something a try and this is again one of those instances where i'd say give it a try there's nothing to lose watching this it's great and another mat another show and series of matches which you know i really enjoyed so the final show um i'm going to review for these uh a month of uh on fight uh, is from DDT Wrestling over in Japan. Back, we're back at Korokan Hall in Tokyo. So DDT, Dramatic Dream Team Wrestling. Who's going to top 2020, which took place on the 27th of September as well as um, Eddie Kingston's Grindhouse. Um, this is a wonderful, wonderful um you know wrestling show. DDT is one of the premier um, independent promotions over in japan um what's interesting is his ddt gets you know branded with you know the comedy aspect quite a lot and it is part of their um you know persona and part of their uh, wrestling um sort of style but you know they put on some of the best wrestling in japan by far um they really have their own niche going they've got a really 
um, strong fan base who were out in force for this show. The the fans were absolutely brilliant throughout this whole thing. Um, the branding, I love the branding of DDT. I love the um, aesthetics in terms of the um, graphics and the logos. And, you know, it just looks nice and crisp and just fun and different to anything you'll see over in the rest of, you know, Japan. So a, a completely different take to that of Noah, which I mentioned earlier on. Um, but I like that in that it's a different kind of wrestling. Um, th this show as well was brilliant because it wasn't only great for DDT to be showcased on Fight once again, because uh, they have been showcased before, but it was great to see Chris Brooks, uh, the UK's own um, you know, wrestler, um, formerly of um, CCK, the Calamari Catch Kings, um, over in um, over in Japan, um, for DDT has been a mainstay there for a while now, and it's just great to see him there doing so well. Um, you always want wrestlers who you've followed for a long time to be able to, you know, deliver the goods, and he keeps doing it every time over in DDT. Um, he definitely again has a strong future ahead of him in Japan. And you know he really fits in perfectly with the um with the well the the wrestlers over there the the style the um the whole ideology of DDT is just made for Chris Brooks it's great um it, the the show as well what I loved is that it really does show you why DDT is so fun to watch there's something for everyone in this show and. I would say that if you want an introduction to DDT, this uh, modern DDT, this is the show to watch because um, it really does. It, it's short, but it's got enough content in to keep you entertained. It's um, fun, a variety of matches, and it's got a great crowd, like I said, which is always good during COVID to see that a crowd, you know, are able to go to a show in, indoors. I might add, like with Noah, and enjoy it. You know, they were they were really into this thing, and the commentary again from the UK was a ton of fun. They really added depth to this um to this show and really helps you along when you're watching a stream of a of a show if you've got a commentary team you can you know understand not that there's nothing wrong with japanese commentary but unfortunately i don't speak or read fluent japanese so it's always good when you've got a bit of english commentary there as an option and um the last thing my match of the night and has to be the main event of this show which was a f eight man tag between damnation of uh, daizuki sasaki and tetsuya endo with um strong with the strong hearts of El Linderman and T Hawk, strong hearts of um DDT, uh, sorry not DDT, of uh, formerly of Dragon Gate, um taking on the team of Eruption who are uh, Kazusada Higuchi and Yukio Sagaguchi, uh, um again with um Yukio uh, Naya Naya. My apologies if I've pronounced that wrong. And Harashi. So um, lots of uh, Japanese names there. But I do try to get the correct pronunciation. So my apologies if the pronunciations are incorrect. As with earlier on with Noah. Um, yeah, this is, you know, fantastic eight-man tag wrestling. Um, one of the staples of Jap Japanese wrestling, the multi-man tags. This is a beautiful main event. The crowd were completely into it. 
Um, for those who um are you know known DDT fans, they know that um Tetsuya Endo and Daisuke um Sasaki are massive um talents over in DDT. So it's always great to be able to see them shine um for the fans, and it's great to see them again since COVID because what these series of shows have just sort of done a whistle stop tour of um show is that even though we're in the middle of social distancing we're in the middle of covid we're in the middle of a pandemic there's still so much wrestling out there from you know so many promotions around the world which you know um uh doing great things and you know i feel incredibly lucky that um we have it here because you know who knew who knew um, six months ago plus that we would be in the middle of this situation we are now when you know the lives and the um you know careers of these men and women could be in jeopardy um because of this pandemic but thankfully promoters around the world are able to put on these shows um in various different unique ways for us to enjoy as fans um whether we're there in attendance um live at the venues or virtually um through streaming services so I commend all of the wrestlers and all of the um promoters who put on these shows um safely and um I want to thank once again Fight TV for allowing me and BBG Wrestling the opportunity to be able to, you know, look at these shows and share these shows with fans, you know. And I hope that from this very whistle stop tour of um a month in fight which is what i wanted it to be you'll be able to go out and um you know watch one or two of these shows um definitely just to finish the shows i would recommend you definitely check out are the ones from warrior wrestling um i think those are the ones which um definitely have the um best match quality um for, you know they all have great matches on and just variety in terms of each show feeling different but all of these shows are definitely worth your time none of them you will leave thinking oh i wish i hadn't have watched that you'll definitely you know leave thinking you'll want to watch more um and i think it's great as well that all of these shows have showcased so many fresh faces to me who i wouldn't have seen otherwise um and made me seek out more of their work from over um in the us um and in japan so definitely um a whistle stop tour of september on fight um but a great month of streaming available for everyone to watch now um on their great service um which is you know available for everyone to watch um you can watch it on your phone you can watch it on your laptop if you have a smart tv you can connect it up to your smart tv there's always ways to watch fight tv which is always great as well you're not just limited to one particular way of watching it and um yeah like i said just thank you fight for allowing me to watch and review these shows thank you um for letting us um you know share the competitions with everybody and i hope you're all enjoying the competitions we're putting out for you to be able to get free codes always great for people to um you know get a nice little treat um in the middle of this terrible pandemic as well um so always enter those competitions you know there's always fresh stuff coming through um from fights you know they've got so much great content on there that it's always great fun to be able to share that with fans and um yeah just to close up you can find um bbg wrestling on twitter at uh, bbg wrestling and you can find our actual website um bbg wrestling at www.bbgwrestling.com 
So thank you everybody for this whistle stop tour of um September on Fight TV. Um I will probably do one of these for October if this one goes down well. So have a great um you know October coming up and enjoy the wrestling what's coming through and stay safe everybody. So see you all later.